East West Shrine Bowl, we're out here again. Per use, the vibes are high. Loving it. Steel Chambers from Ohio, the Ohio State. Yes, sir. Sorry. Sorry. It's, it's all good. I won't I won't get you in trouble. Yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, glad to have you on. Yep. Glad to be on. Uh, we were just saying, you know, your hat mm-hmm. and your shirt, yes, it, just, it just says like, hey, I think I'd get along with this guy. Yeah. Love America. You know, my pins. That's the first thing I noticed pin. about you. I saw that in the Bring the Juice hat. So... These pins, yep. I said, I played at Fresno State. Mm-hmm. I have two little brothers that play at Fresno State. Mm-hmm. So my parents have been tailgating college football games with kids on the team for like mm-hmm. fucking 10 years in a row. They'll go another five. <laughs> my other brother's a freshman. And we've never skipped a gap. It's always been like continuous. Mm-hmm. My dad, like second year in, Fresno is like a country town, very blue collar, mm-hmm. um, big on agriculture, just that vibe. And at a tailgate one time, some guy gave him a pin and was like, hey, like, here you go. My dad's like, I fucking, I love a hell good yeah. American flag I, pin. I love him. Hell yeah. So he created the Stars and Stripes Club. And basically at our tailgate, the thing is, the first time you come, you get a pin. Mm-hmm. You have to take a shot to be initiated. What kind? Fireball? High West. Ooh, goodness yeah. gracious. Okay. Whiskey. And once you are in, you're in. Okay. The only rule is, Anytime you're around my dad, you have to have your pin on. And mm-hmm. you can drink for free when you're around him. If you don't have your pin on, though. He pays for everything. As long as you have the it's pin It's usually on. a tailgate. So, oh, okay. you know, it's like we're not going to charge you for that. Tailgate. Okay. It's part, of, it's part of the part of the things. Mm-hmm. And these tailgates do like 100 people. Mm-hmm. These are fat tailgates. Yeah. So, but if you don't bring your pin and you're in the Stars of the Stripes Club, mm-hmm. you could get another pin. But it, the back of it is off, and you get it slapped into your chest. Oh. There's got to be repercussions. So, it's, okay, yeah. So, yeah. you're going to get another pin, but you're going to feel the pain. You're going to feel the pain. Now, if you do it twice, it's just kind of like, dude, are you yeah, an you, American? Exactly. You, wait, wait, you communist? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What, what, what are you doing here? Go, gotta, go somewhere else. Seriously. Right? So, he appreciates, uh, I appreciate the patriotism, I should say. Thank you very much. It's good to have pins. It's good to, the flag's, I fucking love the American flag. So, I'm right there with you, man. Anyways, obviously you've had some great success considering your time at Ohio State. Now you're at the East West Shrine. They're gonna ask you a bunch of questions here today, but I mean, Steele, what's your what separates you from the pack? As far as football or just yes, football. Uh, I like running to the ball, I like chasing after people. Yes, uh, I feel like I'm I'm, I'm smart. Uh, I feel pretty smart diagnosing plays, mm-hmm. uh, just seeing what's all unfolding and just gonna go get it. Yeah, like you got good instincts. Yes. And uh, I just like to have fun on the field. Yeah. How was your time at the Ohio State University? Mm-hmm. Like, if you had to say one thing in your experience that is for sure going to be one of the foundational principles of your success in the NFL, what, what would you, if you had to pinpoint one, what would it be? Mm, that's a good question. That's why Coors Light I'd, sponsors me. I'd, I'd say just going through tough shit every day, just yeah. learn how to deal with it. Yeah. I mean, everyone faced adversity in their life and some people fold to it. Some people run after, run right. towards it. So, I mean, just being able to go through that every single day and then right. coming out on the other end. So, when adversity does strike. Mm-hmm. Which it will. Like, it will. It's going to. What's your first reaction? Automatically. Kind of got to enjoy it. Got to be a little sick in the head. Right. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, trick yourself. Say, hell yeah, I like that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so, are you, are David you a, Goggin are, stuff. David Goggin. Good. Yep. I, I just read his book a couple weeks ago. Which one? Can't hurt me. You got to read the next one. Which one is that? There's another one. There's two. Yeah, Jake, what's it called? Give it to me. Can't hurt me. And then it's like, uh, it's something about this. I'm not going to give it away, but long story short, it's after all his fame from Can't Hurt Me. And he's kind of like, you can't let that shit get to your head. Oh, okay, okay. 
That makes sense. Yeah, it's another three word. What's it called? Never finished. Never finished. I can see a picture of yes. the book in my head. Yep. Yes. Same mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big, big Goggins guy. Same here. Big Goggins. I'm a big Jocko guy. I just followed him the other week. He's big. cool as shit too. Have you read Extreme Ownership yet? No, I have not. Highly recommend. I've got, I've got it right now on my what's it called? On Audible. Amazon. It's, yep. that's, that's on my cart. Even better. Mm-hmm. So, let's just go back now a couple more steps. Okay. Your time at Ohio State, it's propelled you. You're sick in the head. Good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. If you had to fight a grizzly bear, a gorilla, or a lion, which one would you want to fight? Grizzly bear. Wait, say say three animals again. Grizzly bear, yep. a gorilla, lion. You have to fight one. Who are you taking? I'm going to take a grizzly. Why? Because I feel like at the end of the day, you're probably going to die. So how about you die to the most apex predator on the planet? Or, or maybe somehow get out of there alive. Maybe yeah. punch it in the kidney or something. Yeah, kidney shot. Get, get a nice little shot to the jaw. Yeah, jaw shot. off. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. I just fought a fucking bear. Yeah. Next thing you know, you got all street cred in, in your local bar. You could write a book. House. You could write a book. Yeah. Oh, The Revenant? Yeah. yeah dude, dude fought off a bear. Didn't it like Teddy Roosevelt fight a bear? Something? I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah. Uh, I saw, who's that? Who's that? Uh, Khabib, he wrestles bears. He's one of the baddest Khabib dudes. Khabib did wrestle bears. He, he's one of the baddest dudes on earth. And that was a baby bear. So imagine if I come out the end of a live, like, big-ass grown bear. I think he'd have to give you his belt. Probably. Yeah. I, I need some kind of something. There, needs to, be a, there needs to be a trophy at the end exactly. of this. Exactly. I fought a fucking bear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay, your team bus breaks down. Yep. You're on the way to the game. Mm-hmm. You're handed $20. You're just told to go to the 7-Eleven to get your meal. Yep. What are you getting with that $20 from 7-Eleven for free game? I'm going to get those, uh, what are they, those cluster things that you get at the movie theaters. What's that called? Cluster things? They're like nerd clusters. Nerd clusters. Nerd clusters. I'm okay. going to get that. I'm going to get a slushy, some kind of what Mountain Dew slushy. That's Mountain Dew? Maybe regular, maybe blue voltage, depending okay. on what they got there. Yeah. I'm going to get some hot Cheetos and then a water. No nutritional food. <laughs> Just straight snacks. Do you? Could you run off that if you had to? If I had to, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's your ideal pregame meal? Oh, goodness. Uh, maybe like a Chick-fil-A sandwich or something. Yeah. I love something that. simple. I love Chick-fil-A. Oh, same here, dude. I need that deal. I need, I, I, need, I, I, need I, a I little, would love a Chick-fil-A deal. Oh, my God. Are you? So you like Chick-fil-A sauce, obviously. I don't. Interesting. Yep. Explain. I, I've just always been a straight-up ketchup guy. Give me a spicy chicken sandwich, ketchup on it, I'm good. That is a little sick in the head. I see what you're getting see? at now. Yeah, what see else, what you're getting at? What else? Like, give me some more sick in the head scenarios. That one, I, that's, that's, uh, that's like fucked up on so many levels. Uh, let's see. Uh, after I read the Goggins book, uh, I don't know why, but after training, I decided to go to the beach, and I did uh, 500 sit-ups on the beach in the surf. And then the next day, you I did came, like You did like the sugar cookies? Yes. I was doing, and it, the, water was taking, the water was taking, it was just me out there. It was like 40 degrees. Still, you went out to the beach. Yes. By yourself. Yep. When it was 40 degrees. Yep. And you did sit-ups like David Goggins. Yes. On the beach. Did he inspired me. While you were getting drowned in the ocean. Dra- I wasn't getting drowned. I, I, was, I was someone out there. The waves got to me a good bit. Yeah. And then the next day, one of our coaches, he brought up a video of one of his buddies because we're in Pensacola. Yeah. I guess a few miles down, they had caught a great white shark like three days before. Uh-huh. Next day, did it all again. Good. Even with the idea of a shark out there. So is that your new routine? It could be, yeah. How do you not go number one overall after this? What else? I couldn't tell you. What else? Jeez. Uh, let's see. 
I've, uh, I like cliff jumping. Cliff jumping? A little bit, yeah. Like in the water? Yes. What's the highest cliff you've jumped off? 110. Never going to do it again, though. 110 feet? 110 feet, feet yes. On the, in, feet. in Georgia, yeah. If you follow Chad at Hoochie, we used to shoot the hooch a lot, this yeah. river in Georgia. Yeah. So we ducks? Huh? What do you what do you mean shoot? Like, shoot the hoots. It's like one of those things where like you get in like a bunch of floaties with your boys and then you float all the way down. Someone parks like a couple miles down yep. and they get off. So while we were shooting one day, we found this big cliff. We said, Hey, let's jump it. Yeah. And it was like 110 feet. Got all the way up there. It took me like 10 minutes to climb up there, had to scale a wall. Yeah. Jumped down, splashed, hurt like hell. Yeah. And then noticed that there was a tree under the water like five feet from me. I said, oh, shit, I could have died. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So not doing that again. There was another like little ledge that was about 50 feet. I just stuck to that. 110 feet? 110 feet, dude. It, was, it feels like you're in the air for about a minute. It's ridiculous. Do you like that? Like, you like shit? Like, like would you jump out of an airplane? Absolutely. That's on my bucket list. I have, so I host a golf tournament every year. Mm-hmm. Bring the Juice Golf Tournament. It's legit. It's exactly what you think it is. It's yeah. an absolute party. I bet. And uh, at Fresno State Games, we have these parachuters, skydivers come out and they like they circle and land perfectly mm-hmm. with an American flag attached to them oh, goodness. at the end of the national anthem. It's awesome. Oh, oh, oh. So it's like free. And there's just this giant ass American flag that lands right on our 50 yard line. Mm-hmm. I have them coming to the golf tournament because I'm going to sing the national anthem. You're singing it. Fuck yeah, I'm singing the national oh, anthem. Okay. You have to, right? It's my golf tournament. I mean, you could get like like a Stapleton, maybe. I don't know what kind of connection. I don't, I don't, you have, I don't, I don't have that access. You have that access? I don't. I would. I, I would at least try. Well, they want me to be the guy who jumps out with the American flag into my own golf tournament. Well, you gotta do it. It's your own golf tournament. If you're able to sing, you might as well jump out. I don't know. Still, that's wild. I'm I'm not a big jump out of airplanes guy. Me either, but you gotta try. Do you like doing things that you don't want to do? I think that's part of life. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to kind of get used to doing yeah. these things. What do you got for me? Now you're interviewing me. I'm going to give you a hypothetical. Okay. So we're going to go to war together. Okay. You choose four animals. I choose four animals. We're going together or against each other? Against each other. Okay. I'll give you my animals so you have an idea of what you're going against. Okay. Where's this war at? I'm coming. It's going to be somewhere like the savannah maybe. There's a pond. Maybe like eight feet deep. Do these animals need to be from the savannah or can they just be plopped they in? Be they can be anywhere. Okay. Anywhere. okay. Tell me your four. I'm going to come at you also. We have swords. We have swords? We have swords, yeah. So I'm coming at you with an elephant. Okay. A polar bear. Yeah. A tiger, Siberian You get one of each? You only get one? Just one of each. Okay. So you got elephant, polar bear, Siberian tiger. Hippo. Hippo. Yep. I can't have any of the same. I'll give you two of the same. I will take the polar bear. Mm -hmm. And I will take the hippo. Okay. Now you can round out this little team you got here. And then my final two, I will go grizzly bear. All right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And my last one will be anaconda. Can I, can I hear an explanation for anaconda, yes. please? Have you ever been chased by a snake before? No, I haven't. It scares the shit out of you. Guess what? Have you been chased by a snake? No. It's one so of my biggest you- fears. I will, I will do anything in this world... You know, I would fight an entire army. I would fight a gang. I would do a lot of fucked up shit in my life. But you're not fucking with the Bro, snake. Bro, if, if, if there's a big ass snake in the room and I got to get like through a door. Bro, you're not going in that room. I'm not going you're in, not that, fucking in room, that fucking man. room. So my mindset is snake. I think polar bear, like they could run and 
like if someone's running at you, yep. you kind of know like, okay, this guy's gonna juke jive. Like there's only so many options of a human body could go. Mm -hmm. And I think a, bears, they don't have that plant they the ground. They're, they're straightforward kind of creatures. I think the hippo, hippos are the most, one of the most dangerous animals in the world. Absolutely. People don't know that. I think that was an alley-oop to me to be like, oh, don't take the hippo. No, take the hippo. I'll let you take the hippo. I'm, I'm not just going to say all these badass animals. And say the elephant, when a pissed off elephant comes in the room, you do not fuck with the pissed exactly. off Exactly. Guess what? I'm on the elephant's back. I get it. Uh -huh. So, so you, got just, yeah, you got exactly. height. You got yeah, height. Yeah, I'm up. I'm staying away from all the danger. See, I think my snake, though, one big coming at you, it's going 30 miles an hour, slithering. You don't know if we're going left, right, left, right. Come up jugular to your polar bear. You're fucked. Oh, he's going after my polar bear? I don't know where the fuck he's going, Ants. If I'm the snake, I'm going uh -huh. right to the jugular of one of your big-ass animals, though. Okay, so okay, so your snake's a wild card. He's a You're fucked up. He's fucked up, man. You <laughs> say 30 miles... Anaconda's got 30 miles an hour? Yes, bro. That shit's, that shit's like as thick as fucking... I like, know they're thick as shit. I no, didn't... Oh there's a there's a, a, a old tale about an anaconda snake. I forget where it was. It was in World War II. That... Some plane that, that snapped, snapped out, out of the plane. plane. It's all on Joe Rogan. It's all on Joe Rogan, yes, too. And it, it must be true. It's yeah, on they, Joe Rogan. There was like a couple like generals that were like respecting their field, so they, like they wouldn't lie. No, I they wouldn't lie. It, and man. then I like, did a circle. Like, what the fuck is that? And it came up. They said it was, I think, like six feet in diameter. Yeah, I Disgusting. Read a, I, I read a book about some dude that was like going through the Amazon. He said that he's found like some floating forest. Apparently, there are like 30, 40 foot anacondas out there. That's disgusting. That's ridiculous. Well, I've, you hear about the super fucked up stories of like people having pet snakes and eating like people. Yes, I've, I've never understood pet snakes. Why would you do that? That's just bringing danger in your house. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do All that. All right, what else? Goodness. Oh, that's all I really got. All right, Steele, you're the man. I appreciate you. You should start a podcast. We should co-host more often, I think. I'd love to be on the podcast. Uh, best of luck in the league. Please take one of our hats. I will. Please. Don't you worry. And follow Steel on the gram. Yes, sir. Yeah. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bring the fucking juice, man. That's what I'm saying.